This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Manners maketh man. Do you know what that means? I'm the Homelander. Mm-hmm. And I can do whatever the fuck I want. So many feelings flying around anyways. This is Sparta! Do you not hear the crazy? Aloha! What is up, everyone? It is a Friday night, and it's time for your daily dose of independent comics and independent wrestling. Tonight, today, I guess it's today because it's Sunday morning when this thing comes out. I always forget that. Indie Alley. What's happening, Fred? I, thought, I was wondering what you were going to do with that daily dose. I was, in, I was wondering if you were mentioning like it's if it was like an enema or something like, <laughs> you know, just we're just going to spit shit everywhere or just something. I don't know. <laughs> spit shit in the in the era of COVID, you can't be spitting anything. Got to wear a mask. No. Better swallow that. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with my intro. It's been a long week. Um, my intros have slowly been falling apart the last few. <laughs> it's a, it's like a lot of booking you see today in wrestling. Oh, it's getting sloppy. It's getting sloppy. I feel like I feel like Jr. So <laughs> yeah. maybe I should start yeah. drinking before the show, or just blame it on your drink. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I was drinking <laughs> that show. <laughs> Sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> so what's happening? Nothing, man. It seems like we were just here talking to David not not too many days ago. But yes, um, yeah. If you guys haven't had a chance to listen to our podcast with David Papos of um, Spencer and Locke, uh, going to the Chapel Fame with his great new Kickstarter he has rolling called the OZ, the Occupied Zone. Which, if you haven't backed, I don't know why, because every all the cool kids have. I mean, yeah. I don't know many people that haven't backed that, I guess. Yeah. What's he at? Like uh, close to $31,000. Yeah, over 500%. Yeah, I think it was like 830-some backers. I mean, I mean. Man, and new cool things. Did you see a sticker came out today? It's a a sticker of that monkey with a helmet. It says being part, I think, the wing patrol or the wing platoon or something like that. So we're uh-huh. gonna get one of those stickers. I like stickers. Oh, we do. Yeah, it's it's a stretch goal. And we get that um that art print. Now yeah, I follow that artist. I started following her a while back because she did some really cool drawings of um Nightwing as a wrestler. She's a big fan of Nightwing, and so I follow her on the marking out page. Uh-huh. She's a really good artist. Yeah, that new print. I didn't realize I didn't put the correlation together until she was like, "Oh, my print, my print got unlocked." And she was saying, "I was like, oh, okay, cool." Yeah, it looks it looks pretty sweet. I, I can find some spot down here to put that on the wall. Yeah, I need to decorate this room. Now that I've turned this new room into my podcast room, so I need to put yeah. some shit on the walls. No more white walls. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's about it. I mean, my coach died. Last night, I'm still in mourning, but yeah, yeah. Arizona baby, bear down. Goodbye, Coach Olson. But good coach. Got stuff Final Four multiple times, man. Yeah, it's uh. I, do you think it was age because he's like it was age, plus? and he's been fighting. Um, he had Parkinson's. That's why he kind of stepped okay. away 
from coaching U of A a little earlier than we expected. The first time he stepped away, he had a stroke. And um, just, yeah, there's a lot going on. He, But, man, he put us on the map. Before him, this this wasn't even a program. We, we don't have the storied history you have at Michigan, okay? Um, so we were nothing. And he turned this little college down. Within, I think, his fifth year, we were in the Final Four. His fourth or his fifth year here, we went to the Final Four for the first time. Yeah. So he put us on the map when we became a national powerhouse. So. It's because you took someone from the Big Ten and brought up. Yes, we did. Tech. We stole them from Iowa. Damn <laughs> <laughs> straight. As you know, most of these Big Ten schools have very good thinking minds. <laughs> what you don't know is he also coached at Long Beach State. And so his California connections, we started out recruiting UCLA for some of the big names. So those California players. Yeah. So. Yeah, they just—I I remember him as a kid. Yeah. I, re- I remember, yeah. Especially, you know, because the the, the Big Ten and the Pac Ten always played each other. Like Michigan didn't play Arizona so much. I think they played uh, Michigan State more. We mostly stuck to like UCLA games. We played like UCLA. A lot. We played Air- We played Michigan more. And you think you know what? We beat you guys to go. I don't know if it was to go to the eight or the four. The year after Weber. So Weber went early. So we beat, you know, Jawan, Jalen, King, and um, who am I missing? Jalen, Jalen, King. Damn it, I'm missing the other guard. Ray, Ray Jackson. Jackson. So we beat them to go to the Final Four. That was the year we went to the Final Four and lost to Arkansas in the semifinals. Yeah, Arkansas was a <laughs> Arkansas was a powerhouse. <laughs> um but yeah yeah and and now people are like here they go again. yeah you know uh, gotta the, do it who the fuck is arkansas <laughs> <laughs> it's a state where bill clinton came from yeah that's a what's the capital little rock yep little rock yeah. nolan richardson coached them yeah yeah over yeah. team well, yeah, i guess we should get into some comics then instead of talking all this well, damn sports shit confusing people yeah before we get into <laughs> comics um i know that you are aware of this that we have a deal working with a buddy of ours i heard we had a t-shirt uh, yeah ah. i got i got i got joey and i have a t-shirt sitting at the post office now that wow. um they will be here tomorrow um but i'm gonna read this it's a, he has a, a t-shirt company called awaken aliens t-shirt and he wrote me a little uh thing to say because there's after you Listen to what he said. I, okay, first of all, what are we the I'm WWE the scripted? Yes, this is very scripted. Mm. So bear with me. <laughs> I'm not the best school teacher and reader. So um, maybe we I'm should have Joey read it. <laughs> <laughs> when Joey can't read some of these words, so I'm, I'm telling you, there's they use some big words. I didn't know that they use these words in Canada. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, <laughs> a. All right, no, that's not in here, but that would be funny, though. (laughs) (laughs) We all feel a little out of the world. Hold on. We all feel a little out of this world every now and then. Here at Awaken Aliens T-shirts and Merchandise Emporium. (laughs) It it has a question mark after that. Mm -hmm. Uh, We want to give you a chance to express yourself without saying a word. From deep meaning messages to really some of the filthiest and do windows. Innuendos. Yeah, that you'll see on a t shirt. We welcome 
to experience the world through our wonderful I think this is supposed to say warped eyes. It says wrapped. Okay, warped eyes. Sorry, John. I'm fucking this up. You got to give me that jingle. Uh, mugs, hoodies, t-shirts, and podcast apparel are just the beginning. We're going to be adding more ideas and inspirations to our catalogs in the coming weeks and months. Got a friend or a jobber you want to get something different for or a special someone you want to impress? An upcoming birthday that you don't give two shits about, but have to have to have a gift given. Uh, you'll find something in our store that will satisfy your needs. For the listeners of the Indie Alley podcast, for the next two weeks, get 10% off your orders. Just type in Indie Alley, that's in all caps, at checkout. So that means, so that he's giving ten percent off for the next two weeks, and nice. I, I know our shirt's only nineteen ninety nine, so that's what almost two bucks off. You can get it for seventeen bucks, and it's nice. free shipping in the U.S. Nice. And I'm telling you, okay, before I got this, I placed the order. I got a text message right away, and then I got a text message two days later saying it was shipping, and I can follow everything from the shipping. My shirts were shipped from Brooklyn, New York. So what I've heard from John is that it's the closest facility to the person that orders it. They'll print it, so that's how they can get it there. I might be coming from Cali. Early. Yeah, so it might. So, um, so what John says is, so stop by at WakenAliensTshirts.com and do some drunk buying. <laughs> oh, he said in the coming weeks, I, I have one done. Oh, sorry, that was for me. <laughs> See, I'm not a professional. That was, I just oh read something God. that was directed towards me. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Should have sent it to okay. me. That's why I do the intro. As bad as my intro is. <laughs> we're not professionals. See, I mean, we're never going to get any kind of commercial. Oh, hell no. We're not getting the ball shaver. I know that for sure. But, no, you mean the Manscaped, the lawnmower yeah. 9000 or yeah. whatever it's called? Right, but, we're able to okay. keep our balls clean because we're not getting it. No. What I will tell you currently on the website, they have Indielli coffee mugs. I think they're fifteen bucks. The T-shirts nineteen. There's a hoodie. I think it's like thirty-five or something. And um, I talked to him about printing up magnets, excuse me, and stickers as well. So those are going to be options as well. And then, nice. is it the big coffee I, mug or just the normal size? I think it's normal. Ah, I want one of the big ones. I'm going to look on there and see if there's a big one. Yeah, the, the, yeah. just look at the size or just tell John that you want a bigger size. I need a giant size to get through these podcasts. <laughs> What's that? I don't know if that's a good thing for me or for you. No, for it's you, the fact that I like, don't sleep well. Yeah, uh, this guy bores the shit out of me. No. I need a big cup of coffee. No, it's just that I don't sleep well. I'm always tired. I'm old. <laughs> I'm old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm feeling kind of old because today I just... I fell asleep for like three hours and I woke up and I was like, whoa, what time is it? And it said like 2.50 something in the afternoon. And I was like, wait, we got to record today. I am not ready. <laughs> Same. I was not ready today. Yeah. 
I was definitely. It's it's because we did a two. We did a double deuce, a double dip. I can't even talk. You said a double deuce. <laughs> yep. We just took two shits before we came out here. Yeah. That's what the name of this podcast is: Double Deuce. There you go. So we did a double dip this week, and we did two shows, and I edited two shows, and I'm like, it can't be time to do another show already. But yes, it is. Did you, did, in Arizona, do they call a 22 ounce beer a double deuce? No, I've never heard that. Well, that that's a hood thing then, because where where I grew up in. You know, you'd say, hey, you're going to get a 40 or you're going to get a double deuce. Mm, yeah. Interesting. No, I've never heard that one. Now, it, again, I'm old, so maybe it's something that just yeah. doesn't. Did they even have beer when you were little? Yeah, and it, when I was, you know, when I was little, it was cheaper. It was cheaper, <laughs> and the drinking age was lower. So there was a lot of positive. <laughs> the only thing positive we see nowadays is COVID tests, but I'll, I'll leave that alone. Plus, Mexico was close. <laughs> Drinking age down there was, do you have money? <laughs> well, the same for me because Canada's like less than 30 minutes away and we used to go across the border. You had to be 18. Yeah, you're saying 18. If I could probably buy one at 14 if I had the money. Yep, that's why they, they want to build a wall. <laughs> to keep the underage well, drinking? <laughs> yeah, something. Spring break? <laughs> Oh man! I don't know. Well, shit! This show's gone off the rails. What are we? Fifteen minutes in, and we haven't said one thing about a comic book. Shit! Yeah. Yeah. Do you ready to go? Yeah, (laughs) we should probably hit a comic book. Yeah, that's what the show's about: independent comics. Um, Well, okay. Well, seeing you mentioned Mexico and stuff, and um, the first book I want to talk about is Dead Day, number two, from Aftershock Comics. Uh, Writer Ryan Parrott, um, artist Yevgeny Bornikov. Uh, Juan Cho is the colorist, and Charles Pritchett is the letterist. And uh, for those who haven't read Dead Day, um, it's about a family, the Haskins family, uh, kind of like a normal suburban family uh, who's preparing for their annual um, masquerade holiday, which is uh, Dead Day, where the deceased rise from their graves and uh, from sunset to sunrise. Some come back to reunite with uh, friends. Some come back to um, start some crap. Um, others come back for just straight up revenge. Um, in this issue, we have Melissa, who happens to be the mom of the Haskins family. Um, and she's meeting up her ex. If you remember, remember he was on the motorcycle and stuff mm-hmm. at the end of the issue one. It's been a quite a while. But it's been like over months, right? Since the first oh, issue. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think if it yeah. was like pre-covid lockdown i don't remember but it has been a long I think time it, i think it, yeah or it was the first book that came out after the lockdown and they've been like yeah. slowly put out again but um so she meets up with him I, I believe his name was jeremy um you know we never see his face because he's always wearing a helmet uh but we do get a little backstory of jeremy and um you know, uh, to understand who he was before uh, he happened to die a little. Well, I said die a little, <laughs> but um, die. Um, and they go to like a bar and stuff, and he's searching out um, somebody that happened to uh, cost him his life. But we also have like a second story because if you remember the son, I believe his name is Brandon, he um, sneaks out of the house. To go to this dead day thing because there was like some hot chick that you know he was in love with a little bit that was staring at him and she She's was in into a cult. that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, he 
he sneaks out and he sees some things that normally uh, would be hidden from him. So, um, yeah, this this issue was pretty good. I do enjoy, like, the art. The art is really good. Like, it gave me Bornikoff. I think he's the one that did the... What was the... Um, I, didn't he do the book with the kids with the app and stuff? Remember that one that you and I and... Um, Bad Reception? Martin did? No. No. Um, that, uh, canceled. Something no, about being canceled. What was that book? Oh. He said canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. It was where the kids just kill everyone. Yeah, I know, and it had to do with the phone. It's not canceled. I remember yeah. us because we went on Martin's show to do the very first issue, and, yeah. and it was something about, like, oh, obsolete. Yeah. You are obsolete. It's like being yeah. canceled. Yeah, because we we lose our mind once we get over 40. Yeah. We're both clearly over 40, mm -hmm. so that's the, this happens. So we were obsolete. And that's, why they, that's why they kill us off. Yeah. Um, I think my kids are playing that right now. <laughs> But, uh, or that's because school starts up on Monday. I don't know. <laughs> well, I read this book and I don't know, man. I, I can't decide if I like it or not. It kind of makes my skin crawl and not in a good way. Um, there's a lot going on. Like that whole thing with those guys that are like killing the dead people and throwing them on the fire pit and, and like kind of preaching like some kind of religious, you know, zealots kind of thing. That was kind of mm -hmm. weird. I don't know. Kind of, and then just the whole way the wife's behaving—it's like you're married, man. And you're over yeah. here, you know, hanging out with this dude. I'm in love with you still, even though you're dead, and man, just some weird shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the the murder mystery that's kind of we're getting into is pretty cool, but yeah, some of the other stuff, I don't know. I don't know. So you, so you're not. The, so you definitely think when she asked him to dance, she's looking more than just dancing with him. Yeah, I think so. She's looking to go down memory lane. So oh, <laughs> when you say go down, I was like, wait, what is he gonna say here? Wow. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just yeah. no, like I, I said, there's I, some weird I, elements to this book. I, I yeah, it, it definitely is. But I do think that you know because I, I suggest I, I wonder. If this takes place in like your neck of the woods, and if this is what Ryan is writing about, like with this police force and stuff, is that something that would happen in Arizona, maybe, or something? You know, could be. Um, seems very California to me. The biker and everything that seems very Northern California, yeah. Hell's Angels area. I don't know. So, so you're so you're not really into it? No, not as much. I mean, there's parts of it I like. And then there's parts that, like, like I said, they make my skin crawl a little bit. It's like kind of, I don't know, yeah. I feel like I need a shower See. after that book. So Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> You're just calling me a dirt house. Okay. Um, <laughs> See, that's how we can still, you know, I can like. Canceled. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I'm canceling you. See, but yeah. okay. Yeah. Let's see if I got a book in his pile that I hate. Oh, I'm sure you do. Cause I, this one's about magic. So already it's in the, like. It's Owen three. This one's called Shadow Service. It's a new one by Vault. It's number one. It's um Kevin Scott, um Corin Howell does the art. Triola Farrell does the coloring, and Anne World Design is doing the letters. This is a very British book, and the author is British, and he has it. His he's written comics um for um what's the TV series um um Doctor Who. If you are, I mean, do you watch Doctor Who? You ever no. watch that? Me either. And it's one of those, either you love it or you hate it. It's kind of like Star know, Trek. Yeah, I know, like, um, you know, a friend of the show, Ronnie, 
He loves that. I think he even had a podcast uh-huh. about Doctor Who with his son um, on the network. Ah, uh, okay. But I, I've never gotten into it. Um, although I've never gotten mm-hmm. into Star Trek either. So I mean, that's yeah, cool. they're they're like either you love them or you hate them. There's usually like no in between with it. And but this has elements of it that I kind of like because you have this woman who she has magic, Fred. She's probably a witch, and she uses her spells to like like a bounty hunter almost to track down like dog the bounty hunter, huh? Yeah, like dog. But for people that are like magical, you know what I mean. She's trying to catch in the Brooklyn's magical, and so she gets kind of tricked and captured. And it looks like what it is is that. MI6 or, or some kind of secret service in London is trying to recruit her and basically she's going to become a secret agent for like magic society kind of like Justice League Dark or something like that um, it has little elements of Harry Potter it has little elements like I said of oh, Doctor boy. Who it's very <laughs> British there's no doubt about it the jokes the ref- okay. pop culture references uh, I but I kind of like it and I really like the art um, I think it's going to be interesting and the lead character is interesting it's a woman but it's gruesome it's a little violent. There's a scene where she like kind of uses magic. She uses a nail gun to do her magic. It's kind of hard to explain, but it pins this guy's foot to the ground and he like rips his foot from his ankle, like tears his foot off to escape. It's like some crazy stuff. So, hmm. yeah. not sure you dig I, it. I, I do have the book. I haven't read it, but um, I will give it a chance. But right now, you explaining it to me, I'm really not in a hurry to read it. Uh, did I say Harry Potter? Yeah, you did say Harry Potter. <laughs> and Yeah, I know. I don't like that. But I am interested in, because you do know that I do like, you know, crime noir. So when you mention like that MI6, that mm-hmm. does like make me wonder. And, and I that's do, a but... guess on my point based on what the next issue's called and kind of how it ended. I feel like the recruit recruiting her or something and uh, i i do enjoy like british dry humor um mm-hmm. because as you can tell i'm <laughs> i'm pretty dry myself uh, so yeah. um i can definitely you know if like okay i i love simon peg movies do you like simon peg yes by any chance real fast did you have you read one's future I, the newest the one latest issue no is he in <gasps> yeah that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> okay well yeah. i'll read that after here <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i didn't i didn't know that okay um that's that's also still sitting in the pile i think i only have like three books those are two of them and um the latest reaver is on that pile but um yeah gotcha. I'll, I'll i'll take a look at the these book this this weekend sometime and i'll uh, read it but um my next book is um a man among ye Written by Stephanie Phillips, art by Craig Cermak, um, John Calise, and Troy Petrie on letters. Um, Man Among Ye is a book about Annie Bonnie, and um, I think that's how you say it. Is it Bonnie or Boney? I think it's, it's probably think Bonnie. It's Bonnie. Um, and Mary Reed, as they, um, they are just like two women pirates, I would say. Uh, you know, and in this culture of this this you know that day and age um women were looked as as bad luck to be on boats <laughs> in pirate culture um you get a heavy dose of a lot of women on boats in this issue um 
<laughs> but I, I'm a huge fan of historical fiction. Um, I do like, uh, you know, the little bit of comedy back and forth. Did you happen to read this issue? Yes, I did. Okay. Like, they tried to kill Annie, mm-hmm. and um, Mary saved her, um, which was really interesting. Did what was, She stuck her fingers down her throat? Is that how she yeah, got Yeah, I guess throat? she stuck her fingers down her throat, and she threw up the poison, is my guess. Yeah, that, that was a little weird to me, but I was like... That was a little convenient, project- yeah. Yeah, and she projectiled, and then all of a sudden she was running out the door, and I was like, okay, um, all right, but... Go with you it. Know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I'm telling you, like the pan, like Stephanie's writing is really well done. I really enjoy like the the art panels are really great in these mm-hmm. books. I think some of the, some of the best uh, panels that I've seen in quite a long time. And um, I guess I can spoil a little bit. It has a red the, Sonia Andy, feel. The art does. It, it does. Maybe do you think it's because of the red hair? No, not just that. Just the style, the facial features, the body, slender bodies, different things. It's just very similar to what you would see in a Red Sonja comic book because I read a lot of Red yeah. Sonja. Yeah. But the the last panel where um, they think that their boat's taking away, well, somebody's hijacking their boat, um, and they find out there's two other women in this panel that they're taking off with their boat. So I'm really interested. Like, we're going to just get a whole... Uh, group of females on a boat that's just gonna um you know steal treasures and things like that hot lady pirates yeah that's you know maybe it's like pirates of the caribbean but chicks uh (laughs) i think they made a porno of that did they (laughs) yeah i'm sure they did oh (laughs) okay um i didn't know that um well i don't i can't confirm but well it sounds like you have some knowledge of it i uh it makes sense yeah, but this this book is uh, it's definitely one of the um, one of my favorite titles to read because maybe it's just because I know historical fiction aspect, but um, and the art really sells it a lot. Uh, I enjoyed that read this week, but um, yeah, check it out if you haven't. It's pretty good. Um, I liked the moment when she has the young girl up in the um, crow's nest and they're discussing, you know, like who who are you. Have you discovered who you are, what it means to be a pirate and about freedom? And, and she talks about the reason I, the little girl talks about the reason I dressed as a boy was because I was not wanted on a ship. I couldn't be myself. Just, it was a good discussion. That was, that was probably the best part of the comic for me. Um, it's interesting, you know, with, with Stephanie's books is they're both coming out the same week all the time. And personally, I'm, I'm more fond of the other one than I am of, of the man among ye. But I do like this comic book. Yeah, I could see that. Um, that one's more of like, uh, would you say like it's like that um, WB show with Legends? Oh, Legends, yeah, because the they, time traveling yeah. through time and uh, all that stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That way, I would, I was in between picking between these two, but which one to pick? And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm not a fan of people that pirate comics. But I guess I can't say that I do like people that um, read comics about pirates. So, there you go. Yeah. Right on. The pirates. Well, my second book is a little different this week. I'm being different. I'm being eclectic, I guess. It's Sonata number 12. 
Now, I know a lot of people aren't reading Sonata. I've talked to Fred about this. He goes, yeah, I see. I go, no, I see two people talk about Sonata, and it's been like that since this comic's come out. You know, there's two people I know that like it besides me, but someone's buying it because it's still around. And it's a it's a very complex sci-fi story. It's a vast world. It's large. I'm telling you a little bit because this issue was kind of like a a present to the fans that have been around for a while because there's no dialogue. It's all art. Um, by the way, the artist is Brian Hamblin, and the colorist is Gerard Van Dyke. And there is a couple of boxes that describe things, but for the most part, there's no text. And it's about something that happened before the series even started. It's about our lead character, Sonata, who is a member of the um, tie-in race, and they're a race of peaceful people. And she's part of this these two groups that are coming to this planet to colonize it. And the indigenous people that live there, they're kind of like peaceful and they're very, they're even more peaceful. They're very in tune with the spirits and they have a job. They're there to guard these, these large gods. I don't want to get into the, but it's about how the first time Sonata and Trine met. And spoiler, Trine died recently in, in the end of the arc the last arc so this is kind of a, a moment to look back of how they met how they became friends how he saved her they're on their flying animals that they fly and they're, they're getting chased by this larger animal he's trying to kill them and just different things they share a piece of fruit all this is without dialogue and the art is just beautiful and if I can put anything on people why they should read this book, because you probably, you have to start from number one. Because like I said, this is a complex sci-fi book. Um, the art in this is so beautiful. Just look at the covers. Just call up Sonata, look at all the covers, and you're going to be blown away. And the whole comic looks like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I will say, like, the, the art on this title is probably some of the best art that you'll see in indie comics other than probably would you say monstrous yeah it's monstrous level it, it, yeah. i would put it in the same breath as monstrous if you it's just very complex beautiful paintings and the story is complex about this vast world two warring factions that are trying to colonize this world um yeah yeah if you like really good sci-fi this is the comic for you. This is probably one of the best sci-fi comics that's out right now. I, yeah, I'll say it's the best. What the hell? Uh, I really like it, but nobody seems to be reading it other than Johnny. And um, I saw one other guy tweet about it once. Um, I think yeah, I've read up to, I think, issue eight. But, you know, it's just not, you know, when you're, you have to make cuts and stuff and um, mm -hmm. sci-fi is not very high on my list of um, books to read. Yeah. So, but but I can say that it is it's it's good and it was good enough for me to read for eight issues, especially with like the art and things like that. But um, you know, an interesting so. thing is I bought the first one, read it, kind of indifferent, and then I bought a bunch and they stacked up. Yeah, same here. And so then I read like five together, and it read so much better. So maybe trade is the way to go with this. It just it was just much more cohesive to read in that format versus broken up because again, there's these complex ideas and it being broken up kind of just disjointed you and then waiting a month and, Oh yeah, what did I, what happened in the last time you have to refresh your mind and stuff. So this may be a really good trade. 
for that reason. Yeah, the, the, uh, I do find a lot of books are much more enjoyable as a trade part because we often have to remember that when we read one floppy, it's just one chapter of somebody's um, arc, and the, we can't base off a whole, you know, no. one issue and just say this is terrible because that's unfair. And even that's worse the, than your normal, it's a whole month in between issues. So yeah. it's not like a week in between yeah. episodes or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So the, that's the thing. That's a that's where I can say sometimes reading and trade is so much better. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's it's more enjoyable, but the other part is I still get that high on you know weekly getting a bunch of new issues and going oh what yeah. am i going to read this week <laughs> and the covers all the covers yeah you know? oh yeah of course the covers because a lot of the times i buy them just for the covers sometimes i don't even read issues i just buy the for the cover yeah same same yeah. same same they know but, that um, and they make money off us that way bastards yeah so yes but one book I don't buy for the covers, and that's not because it's a bad art or anything. Yeah, just so slamming the cover it's not artist. A good transition. But, uh, you just got um, canceled um, again. Yeah. Uh, but it's a James uh, Tinian book. Um, something's Those are killing some the good children. Covers. Yeah, uh, issue number nine. It's uh, with Werther Delodera, Miguel Morto, and uh, is that it on here? Did they not put the letters on the cover? I don't see any other name on here. Hmm. Oh, oh, that's not. Good. I know there's a letterist, but I don't know who it is off the yeah. top of my head. It's, it's not on the cover. Um, no, of course not. And it's not on the second page either. So, uh, yeah, I guess they were like, "Screw this, dude." Sheesh. Um, that's not cool. But uh, you know, for those who haven't read, something is killing the children. I don't know many. Unlike Sonata, I don't know many that haven't read this because. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, it's James Tinian and most, or is it Tynan, Tinian? Tinian? I believe it's Tinian. I may be wrong, but I've always heard it as Tinian. Um, yes, uh, that's why I'm not a professional. Um, but for those who haven't read it, it's, it's, a, it's a book about, um, you know, children's in, in this area in Archers, Archers Peak, Wisconsin. Um, they go missing, and the city becomes uh, hopeless. Like, they, they, you know, the just a bunch of kids are end up missing and um creatures come out of the shadows but you don't know exactly what they are uh, and there's only one hope of um stopping this and it happens to be a girl by the name of erica slaughter because she actually listens to the children and she believes them unlike most people in that area <laughs> but uh this issue here is um it's pretty fast-paced just like any other ones uh but there's some more kids that end up, uh, you know, perishing. And I don't know if the what's the last issue you read, but um, I haven't do you read the current issue. Which one? I haven't read the one you're talking about because I had to order it on through okay. the mail. So, so you remember um, Erica's brother, I believe, uh, was wanted her to use one of the children as bait. Oh, I read that one. Okay. So this this one is you know they're taking, she's offering to use one of the kids for bait. Um, you know some other people had died in the city, um, but it's just really fast paced. But then the cops at the end the cops show up, and they think that remember the boy from the restaurant. Mm -hmm. 
he takes part in this and I think they assume that he did something. Uh, oh, I just found that it's at the last page. It's in world design, his mm. letters. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's just a really fast paced book. Uh, you know, it's dark. It's, um, it's, it's one of my favorite books and that's kind of scary because it's a horror book and, um, not much into scary movies, but this writing is, mm-hmm. his writing. I don't know. Ever since he wrote, um, which, not the current Batman, but which was a detective comics. Detective, yeah. After, like, in Rebirth, mm-hmm. when Rebirth started, when it was actually good to read DC comics. Yeah, he did a lot um, of Clayface <laughs> stuff that was kind of dark. Yeah, yeah. he That was a really good, you know, Tim Drake went missing and things like that, and mm-hmm. he got me. Uh, invested in this writing and I'm glad that I've taken a chance to read some of his indie stuff because this is way better than his DC stuff in my opinion yeah I like his indie book and I can't remember the name of it right now is it Into the Woods? yes Into the Woods or, the, or, or is yeah it where woods? they're lost is on it? that planet yeah yeah that's a good one that's a really yeah. good book um, that, that one and I think there's what Wind yeah I think I've read the issue you're talking about because I don't think that's the latest issue. I think there's one more issue that, that came out. It came out while I was in California for the wedding. So I, yeah, that's it wasn't one. on my pool. And then by the time I got to the shop, they were all gone. So I had to do the whole mail order thing and it hasn't arrived. So because something is killing the children, it's not the kind of thing that hangs around. And I had to get the variant because the, the A is gone. Um, I've, I, I have heard that the variants are going for a good amount of money for oh some yeah. reason. The free because it's Jenny Friesen. Anything but Jenny oh, Friesen yeah. goes, you know. <laughs> so yeah. she's very good, and yeah. So yeah, it's a good comic book. I'm a big fan of that as well. Um, my next one is going to be the finale of Undone by Blood. And I don't know how many weeks ago this was because I, I had like 20, 30 comics I had to go through. I was so behind for my trip. I finally caught up. But this one, out of all those 20-plus comics, spoke to me the most. This comic, saying it now because um, Skull Digger is, really hasn't happened. This is the best comic for me of 2020. Um, that's my vote. Mark it down. Mark it down for the end of the year show. I just love this comic book. And the ending did not let me down. It did not feel rushed. First of all, shout out to Lonnie Nadler and Zach Thompson for writing it. Sammy Cavella, big fan of his, drawing it. Um, Jason Wordy Colors and Hassan Odaman Alahu Letters. That's an all-star team. We say those names so much when we talk about our indie comics going back all these years. This comic hit it on the head again the interweaving of the two stories the western that i don't know if it's happening in her mind i don't know if it's just telling us the story of the western at the same time as she's going through her life it just weaves in and out perfect um the ending wasn't perfect it was messy she actually screwed a bunch of things up she got a cop killed i mean just she almost blew it you know what i mean got herself shot just it was beautiful that didn't have that perfect little bow wrapped around it mm-hmm. i totally love this and the art sammy cavella kills it again uh the coloring is amazing it's like a painting it feels like an old western everything about this book is just outstanding it's my favorite book 
without a doubt. And I'm kind of disappointed that we're not going to see the girl again. But it looks like the next arc is going to be can still continue to have the cowboy in it. Yes, and they mentioned that um, there's a, another creator that might work with them as well. Yeah, there's a secret creator. It says, um, "Should I bang my mic?" Uh, there's a secret creator. It says, "Special guest, unexpected special guest." Mm-hmm. But yeah, so we will see um, the return of you know the cowboy story but it's going to be a different person going through the story so right on right i i thought okay before when i going into this last issue i thought they were going to lead us to believe that she was either mentally unstable and this was all in her mind like it never happened uh-huh or i thought that she was like some kind of drug addict and that like this was just something she pictured so i wasn't sure where they were going to take us with this, but um, I guess she was like a sucker punch kind of thing. Yeah. I thought like, you know, like where they wake up and be like, it was all a dream, like that type of stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Gotcha. um, Gotcha. No, it really happened. And they showed us what happened to her family. That was pretty brutal. mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That was very brutal. Like the things that they showed and that happened in the hotel room. But, like, they just came out of, like, nowhere and said, uh-huh. hey, you want to party? Like, that type of stuff. It reminded yeah. me a little bit, like, um, that House of Muck a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I was getting, like, vibes of with this book leading into the end. Like, they were, she thought, like, she had something, like, mentally wrong with her. But mm-hmm. um, I guess I guess wrong. And um, I'm, I'm glad I did. But I, I would <laughs> Yeah, they really were evil people. Yeah, it, it it was deep. And like I said, I just, I'm blown away the way they weaved both stories in. It never felt forced for me Yeah, at all. I, I just, and again, this was the end. And sometimes with these smaller arcs from these smaller publishers, you they feel like the end is rushed. Like we're coming up to the end. We got to finish this out. We gotta, it didn't feel that way. It just kept yeah. its pace. And it just, yeah. Book of the year, ding 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 ding. Unless yeah, I just wonder when <laughs> when exactly it comes back. Ooh, no telling. I guess it depends on what other projects these guys all have going. So, all right, you ready to get Joe in here? I suppose we've talked forever and ever and ever. We should invite him. Is he falling asleep? We can just leave him off here. I don't. It's cool. Wait, what? It's time. It's time. Your career is over. You're a jobber. This is the worst town I've ever been. We're here to get our justice. It doesn't sound like uh, Tamatunga has got super kicked by puberty yet. Elijo Del Nerdo, aka Joey Bagadonna. Alright, welcome to my podcast. Once again, we're back. Another week in a row. Surprise, here we are. <laughs> You're going to win the... Do you think your segment wins the ratings? Are you the ratings god of the Indie Alley podcast? I am. I'm the demo god. Are you? You're the demo god. So you think that yeah. you are pulling in... You know, AEW lost to NXT this week, so the ratings god is not as they good as he thought nights. he was. It doesn't matter. They're on different But they showed the points. Who made more points on each night? And NXT made more points. Hmm. So, well, 
I still bring the ratings on this podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> They're here for me. They're here for you. But so they're here for so, your butt? Is that what I you said, just said? They're here for me. So uh, I hear you're starting school, so are you still going to be able to bring quality content, Demo God, and get all your homework done? Yeah. Or am I going to hear that we'll be Joey-less next week? Because well, if, I mean, <laughs> might be just wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Do my, do my wrestling homework. Uh-huh. That's for sure. Yeah. That's number one priority. Yeah, you better. You okay. just better zip and move on to your donut. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Wow. Didn't your mom tell you about that? What? Zipping. <laughs> no. Um, we got chocolate glazed donut. Um, back by popular demand, we have push job and repackage. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's so popular. <laughs> Desmond Xavier, Zachary Wentz, or Trey. Trey what? The, all three of the rascals. It's just Trey. And it's Impact. Trey Miguel. It's Trey. No, that's what it was on the Indies, but in Impact, it's just Trey. All right, I didn't know he, that. He doesn't, he doesn't have a last name. But, um, so yeah, all three of the rascals. Who are you uh, pushing? Who's going to be uh, losing to everybody? And who's getting repackaged? Uh, let's see. Trey, Desmond, who am I, and Zach. I am going to push... Trey Miguel, or Trey, I'm going to repackage Zachary Wentz, and I'm going to job Desmond. Well, well. <laughs> we both said it. <laughs> well, I'm going to push Desmond Xavier, repackage Trey, and job out the fake CM Punk. Well, if you, change, if you repackage him, he won't be the <laughs> fake CM Punk anymore. That's true. But if he jobs out to everybody, you'll just forget that he's there. Yeah, I like him. He has personality. <laughs> go ahead, Fred. I mean, it's all three of the rascals. I mean, I'd like to see all three of them go. But, I mean, all three of them, like, be pushed. But No, but you bought, you, you picked them. So, one's got a job. You made a choice. Well, I mean, it's a harder one. Yeah. Because you know, it's all three of them. All right. Well, I'm going to push. All right. Moving on to the hey. next. Cinnamon twist donut. He didn't even let you... <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have a talking after this. Okay. We're gonna. I'm going to push. Trey. Okay. I'll repackage Xavier, and I'll job out Wince because I think he's boring. Well, if you repackage him, maybe. Yeah, I think he's funny. I liked him on the couch this last week, messing with Madison what Rain. On the couch? Talking about the the greenery in the in the um, treehouse. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I liked it. Cool. We're not potheads, so we yep. don't. You don't get, get the pothead answer. humor. You didn't watch <laughs> um, that '70s show? No, I never watched that. Oh, it's a shame. It's a good show. I, I was born in the late '70s. <laughs> <laughs> so why are you all quiet now? <laughs> <laughs> um, we got the cinnamon twist donut. They have those at Taco Bell. Those um, are cinnamon twists, not yeah. donuts. Okay, well, Which are basically tortillas but... they throw in the fryer and sprinkle some cinnamon That's... dust on. Well, they taste good. <laughs> What's your favorite wrestling entrance in all of wrestling, past or present? So, 
He's going to say Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, I should. Yeah. Just to annoy you. You have to put my headphones check Um. Hell, I don't know. Okay, Y two J. Which one? Y two J. Oh, which one is which one? Is when that? he was Y two J, break down the walls or whatever it was. Oh, where, where they had the countdown. Yeah. And stuff? Yeah. Or the one where he had the jacket where it like glowed up and stuff. No, no. that's not Y2J. That's so not Y2J. Like the the original like one the, when he first came to WWE. Y2J. The like the silver platinum like short sleeve thing. Yeah. Was, that was weird. But, I had a shirt like that. Yeah. Well, that's how I got with your mom. So I liked that's it. That's different. I liked Y2J. <laughs> he said he liked it. You de- that means you dress like a male stripper. Who? You. With Me? your sparkly <laughs> shirts and stuff. That's the, your mom was attracted by that. <laughs> okay. Um, we oh wouldn't wait, have we're this not pretty on. face if it wasn't for you. We're not if moving you on. Just... You have to do yours, okay. well, and I have to do mine. Oh yeah. Um, no, you go first because um, I don't know. Okay. You don't know. Well, I didn't look at this. You came up with this. I. It's been. I mean, uh, I came up with it. <laughs> They're my donuts. <laughs> um. Um, um Mister Perfect. Because he just walks out there like a normal guy and then slaps the gum in the air. And you know he's perfect. You know? Terrible. It's just a perfect entrance. Terrible. Gotta do what you gotta do. I'm gonna pick the, the Godfather. <laughs> you like the hose. <laughs> Wait, Andrew. No, you can't say that, Andrew. <laughs> I can't say that. Oh, man. That's nothing compared to what we said on the it's, comic part. You say that you like the women. Oh, it was that. the whole train. Come on. <laughs> yeah. He also was part of Santa Claus. Oh. Ho, ho, ho. Oh. Um, we're going to move on to the maple donut with... <clears throat> Matt Hardy's table said delete on it, dot, dot. It had me thinking, what's one thing you would want to delete in AW? Oh, one thing you want to delete in AW. A manager, a feud, booking. You just hit delete. You know? Brandy Rhodes. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> oh, that was quick. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so you work behind the scenes still and do all her great charity and all that stuff and all that stuff. But no, keep her out of the ring. No. Okay. You got anything? Yeah. I'm going to delete eight man tag teams. Well, that should be more than just AEW. That should just be a general across the board on all wrestling. Yeah. I'll delete it all. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Or, wait, no. I don't know if I'd delete that or if I want to delete Jericho versus Orange Cassidy because that really pisses me off too mm-hmm. so i'm not sure which one <laughs> mm-hmm. because i feel like that needs to move on by now um because they move on from everything else but if that's the only way orange cassidy gets on tv then i'll just delete that i'm gonna delete putting wrestlers on tv when they're not ready you know yeah hmm. i mean most of them wouldn't be on TV then, but yeah, so. that one's a hard one because you're being very subjective. What's ready? You mean like I mean they're, uh, I mean they could still botch, but like they got they can't like be like super green, not yeah. knowing what's happening, and like like you like uh, what for instance the uh, the handicap match on uh, yeah. AW this week, like that, like the Penelope and. Uh, 
what's her name? A rebel. Rebel. The, they they weren't ready. That's but see, Rebel has been. She was in TNA for a long time. She's actually she's been in real matches. Ready. I think she was playing stupid. I think that was she was pretending not to be good. I guess my only thing with yours is I would say it's the booking. It's not the greenness. If you book them right, you can hide the greenness. If you make them short well, matches, you, I mean, if you booked it right, they wouldn't be on TV. Well, <laughs> so then you want to delete? <laughs> but that's the your booking. roster. Yeah. If that's you your know, roster, that's your roster. Delete the booker. Whoever books these shows, delete them and uh, find somebody who's good at it. Short matches. I mean, I know it's like now it's taboo to put the women in five-minute well, no, matches. put John Silver in there. He said John Silver. Yeah, he said short matches. Yeah, short matches. That's funny. But um, um, I don't know. I think there's a way to do it. <laughs> what, the, what are you doing? You because said, you just caught on to that? No. It wasn't it's a dad joke. <laughs> oh, great. Um, what were you saying? I forgot. So Next donut. <laughs> All right, whatever. <laughs> All right. What the fuck? Strawberry sprinkled donut. <laughs> Which of these former NXT champs is the right one to put the stamp? The strap, Joe. The strap, strap on. Next. There's no space. <laughs> yeah, Joe, put your strap on. <laughs> There's no space. <laughs> Put the strap on. Next. <laughs> you said strap on. <laughs> <laughs> There's no space. You just said strap on. <laughs> Next. Oh, man. <clears throat> Balor, like a unicorn. <laughs> Gargano, Champa, or Cole? I'll let you guys go Where first. Where do you wear that is, on your forehead? This is my question, so I'll let you guys oh, come up yeah. with it first. Uh, what? Okay, well, first of all, they should have never taken it off Cole, right? You don't think Cross would have been good? I think Cross would have been good. Well, Cross would be I think good. Cross would have taken it from him, not Keith. You can't put it, Gargano. You can't put it on. Okay. Because I he I'm, I'm sorry he he just bores me. What now? His new character? Balor, I feel like doesn't belong there. Mm-hmm. So I guess it would have to be between Champa and Cole. Mm-hmm. And I'd probably put it on Champa because he never wants to leave NXT. Mm-hmm. So just give it to him. He's like he would be NXT's version of John Moxley. Okay, that's pretty good. What is what and also John did Moxley you see what he did to Jake Atlas? I mean, oh, what yeah. the hell? Now he now he's they're building him like he's the badass again. Yep. Like he wasn't badass with Cross, but now he's a badass again. Like well, <laughs> where did he find that? Maybe they're recycling some of Cross's storyline, and they're having Champa play the role, like what they had planned for Cross. Possibly. Uh-huh. So you do you think they're putting the belt on Champa then? That would make sense. Do I? I think that's the best choice. And they, whether they are or not, I think that's the best choice for the reason. Okay, I feel that Cross was signified a changing of the guard. Okay, like you said, Gargano and Champa have been there forever. They become just guys that help put people over, like a Randy Orton of the NXT. And then I felt Cole and Keith Lee and Finn Balor it was time to go to the big show. But now they, they're they stuck. They have to go with somebody. So I think Ciampa's the best one. Because whoever it is is a transitional champion to, to prop somebody yeah, up, to turn O'Reilly. somebody into a star. Because you've seen the, the Undisputed Era Kyle O'Reilly thing where they were beating up the dude and Kyle, you know, he wasn't having it. So if you're picking Kyle, then you should be picking Adam Cole. Because that's the transition to that turn Kyle sense. into be, the star. Is that they break that up. That would be sweet. Undisputed Either era. Him or, uh, 
I mean, why can't you be chopped? I mean, but it's not as good Adam of a story. Cole would break him away from them. So yeah, there, I'll pick Adam Cole then. There has to be a story to cause them for him to like leapfrog Adam Cole because he's not even in the title picture. No one even talks about him as being in the title. They're, he's not even in the North American title picture. So you have to get him in the picture somehow, and that would be through Adam Cole. But, yeah, going back to Cole would be a mistake right now. I think Cole needs to go up. The only thing I'm going to say is Undisputed Era makes them a lot of money. And I'm not sure. It's kind of like um, the New Day and all that. They're never going to break them up. They want to just keep selling T-shirts. So... So are we on the Andy Alley podcast? Go to Awaken Aliens T-shirts. Okay. And order yours today. <laughs> just, you know, I put you guys over on that thing. I'm taller than both of you. Oh, that's messed up. So. <laughs> I'm like the shortest one in the picture. I put you guys over. I know. Yeah, that's what Whoa. I do. Well, this was better. I mean, it's probably because I've been carrying this podcast on my back that I put made me look shorter. Because, you know. Next topic. Okay. <laughs> uh, Red Velvet Donut. Seeing Thunder Rosa. <clears throat> where's the S, Dad? It's supposed to be Thunder Rosa's. Thunder Rosa's promo. Okay, we need to get a new writer. Seeing the Thunder Rosa's. See, oh, never mind. <clears throat> Cut that out. Seeing oh. the Thunder Rosa promo for oh, her okay. Dan was right fight against all. Cheetah <laughs> That's on why we're September still in 5th <laughs> had me thinking, who has the best face paint? And That's a dumb question. Who has the best face <laughs> paint? <laughs> oh, really? That's a horrible question. Oh, after you just <laughs> criticized my... <laughs> What are you doing? What was the original question? That's the question. There's your question. That's, we're the... not talking about that. <laughs> so what are we talking about? Ask the question again. He said something about who has the best face paint in wrestling <laughs> of all time. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty horrible, actually. But... <laughs> I told you to be involved. You were like, I'm going to go play video games. I, I was like, okay, that. I'll sabotage this shit. I don't care. <laughs> sabotage. You got screwed. Well, you could bring say, more to the podcast. Uh, uh, who would yeah, be no. uh, a good replacement for these, uh, for the the wrestlers who aren't ready for TV? They well, have big well, spots to fill, but they who? are not good. Like, like uh, Penelope Ford. She well, has who? big shoes to fill, but she's not very good. So in the women's so, division? Who? Yeah, like that. Uh, the chick on the Indies. Well, I didn't. You the, haven't Elena asked the question. Black. Is she good? What are you asking? Then she's an up and comer, but I'm sure she's just as green as any of these other who girls. Who would be um, a good, uh, good women's wrestlers to fill the spots of the people who aren't ready for? We've it. done this before. Oh yeah. Yeah, we have. Andrew gave a list, and you're like, I don't even know who those people are. Honestly, at this point. They, it has to be someone who's in NXT. Because even all the girls in the indies, they're just so green. And they don't need another green wrestler. They just what don't. they need. Maybe Allison Kay, because she is kind of... It, well, what they need is Thunder Rosa just to take the belt. Because no one in this wrestling deserves that freaking belt. Yeah. So she can just take it and add it to hers. Because that way... They'll actually have somebody viable to watch on TV. Yeah. 
I mean, Allison, they, they need to get one. Maybe someone from Impact. I don't know. Um, Would you like consider a Valkyrie? Uh, Mari Bell? Is she green? No. I haven't seen her wrestle. No, but I don't know if she'd move the needle. Maybe because she would. Because Thunder Rosa is already the champ. If yeah. she wins. But see, Allison K was the champ. So she might have. But I just really think it has to be somebody, even if it's a second tier NXT wrestler. Like you said look, last week, Aaliyah. Aaliyah could come in there, cut promos, wrestle. She can she can bump better than Taya Conti. And we're all blown away by Taya Conti. Just, it's the training. Um, you know who I thought, like I was watching NXT and I, and I was like, why are they, because they're booking Dakota Kai way too high. Because I seen that she, I actually watched the match and she wasn't that great. You don't think so? I think she told a good story. I don't think she's the best wrestler, but I think she has good ring right. psychology. Um, I mean, she's a heel and she cheats and she whines and complains and backstabs her friends. She's not supposed to be the most dominant wrestler. I mean, she's turned on Tegan. She's turned on Candice. I mean, she if you're turns playing a bad people. guy, you should be a good wrestler because you can't. Like, cause... That's not true. No, because MJF is a good horrible. bad guy because all you have to do is suck and piss people off and being a shitty wrestler is part of being a bad guy yeah that's why the Miz so. was a bad guy forever because he can't freaking wrestle yeah mjf is not the best wrestler on that roster by and a mile mjf is way better than any of the other like uh, i think dakota kai is better than you think because when she was a good guy she was doing a lot different style i i, I think she's perfectly booked now is she the best they have on that roster no but she could be the easily be the AEW champion. Easily be the AEW well, champion. champion yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Like all those girls could. Candice LeRae could come in and be the AEW champion. Well, Candice LeRae could be an everywhere's champion. Mm, I don't know if she's a uh, WWE champion, but let's see. But yeah, so that's right, your well, that's your makeup well, question. And then on the face the paint, you got to give it to Sting, man. Sting? I don't know. Uh uh, maybe Finn Balor's face paint. It's pretty good. It's definitely. Yeah, or Jeff stay. Hardy. Well, I don't know what you were going to say. Yeah, what were you going to say? It was your say question. Here. I didn't even think of one. <laughs> You're probably going to say, like, Ultimate Warrior or something. No. Uh, Anders Great Muda. It's kind of boring. I watched a great, lot of Great Muda matches. We're not going to talk about what you watch. I mean, I watched a lot this week. But What's the next question? Oh, uh, we got the Boston Cream Donut with New Japan uh, Summer Struggle Predictions. <clears throat> we got the first match right here. You do every match? Not the first match, obviously, of the card, but the first title match. We've got Shingo Takagi versus Minoru Suzuki. And this one is going to be a really hard-hitting match. And uh, who, The champion right now is Shingo, right? So yeah, I'm going to um, for the never open right. Yeah, the never open right championship. And I'm going to have to go with the minor. You just want to just minor Suzuki. You don't pass it on to either one of us first. Well, cuz I always give you it to you. Ask the question first. then answer it. Okay. I'll go with Minoru Suzuki selfish. too. Oh my god, this dude is selfish. I mean, he's got a he's the leader <laughs> of his his own faction, so if that if that title puts a 
like a storyline together for his faction. I think it's Minoru, but I think it's a transitional title. Minoru doesn't keep it long. So who beats him? But they have the tag championships on his side too. Someone from Bullet Club. I'm picking Shingo because he's a beast. I do. I think he is too, but I think they're gonna just do a switch. That that's a perfect place to do a that's, switch. That's bad though. That means like a I mean, 50- it's better than losing to Show. Minoru is actually better. He's like 50-something, though. Yeah, but he's still good. Still one of the best they have. What's next? They do give the older people in Japan, because Asians, it's about respect and stuff. That's why they think you have to be older to win titles. All right, well, um, the IWGP Junior uh, title. Uh, We got Hiromu Takahashi versus Taiji Ishimori. So I'm gonna pass this over to you guys this time. And uh, I think Hamora retains. Okay. Hiromo. That's horrible. I think Ishimori. Obviously, he's the better wrestler. I believe that because you're going full heel. So go. He's a better wrestler. Heal it up. Okay. Well. No. Wear your heels. No. Not in Brandy Rhodes thing, and I don't have heels. (laughs) But um, Ishimori is definitely gonna. Get that title. Okay. And uh, the IWGP Tag Championship match is, again, Tanahashi and Ibushi for, uh, you know, they're trying to bring back the titles to their side versus the champions, Taichi and Saber. So, what do you guys think about that one? <laughs> hmm. I you guys are both stroking your beards. Tanahashi and um, Ibushi win them back. When you hit puberty, you can have a beard like us. I can stroke my beard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to go with uh, Obushi because he's jacked. You think so? Yeah. Okay. I mean... Wait, what did Andrew say? Same thing. Obushi and Tanahashi. Oh. Well, I mean... Ice! I mean, I would I would be like, you know, Obushi that you give it to him, but... I just pick the heels Saber. because that's what Saber you're doing. is definitely the, the best mat wrestler oh, in the world, okay. so yeah. I'd say Saber and Taichi. Saber's a ratings killer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's, right. he's like as skinny as you. He's as Whenever dry he's... as toast, man. <laughs> I like your personality. Oh, great. Um, we got the IW. Is this for both? Because you just wrote heavyweight, IWGP heavyweight championship. I think it. I'm not sure. He has both, both, doesn't though. he? So I don't know if it's. For yeah, both. Hmm. it might not be for both, but for the heavyweight title, for sure. Just in case, you know, maybe the IC title as well. But um, Evil versus Naito. Oh, Evil! They didn't go through all this trouble to end this storyline already. Okay. They're just getting it started. I think Eva wins, but somebody comes that's been gone for a long time and crashes the party, maybe. Club. They're not on the strong show tonight. Do you think the club's in Japan? None of those guys are on that show tonight. Maybe Kenta comes in and confronts him. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kenta's got to fight Mox. You can fight them both. <laughs> Maybe Jay well, White confronts him. Maybe I'm telling you, I think Club is is in Japan, and they're just Maybe Tama Tonga confronts him because he's he wants to be a singles guy. Maybe Gallows and Anderson are there. Then I'll really shit a brick. <laughs> well, you didn't have to share that with us. But. 
Gallows <laughs> would be. A, I mean, no, not Gallows. Anderson would be uh, a great heavyweight champion. I mean, I mean, he doesn't definitely. have to fight him, but just they I, get in the I way. think he might have held it before, but he's definitely one of the. Maybe somebody sources. that's canceled will come back. Who? Joey Ryan. No, no Joey. <laughs> Joey. Even the <laughs> Japanese aren't gonna mess with Joey Ryan. <laughs> Marty. Uh, maybe Will comes yeah. back. Maybe, maybe, maybe Will gets involved and challenges um, Hiromu. There's a lot that could happen tonight. Mm. So you watched the Rev Pro thing, right? I did. I did watch the Rev Pro thing. What did you think? I think it was overhyped. I think you know? you're not giving them enough credit for being out of shape. Okay. <laughs> you can't watch GCW and tell me that it was overhyped because it's in the same category. It's just. You should have watched Black Label Pro. That was some of the best wrestling I've seen in forever. It's way better than GCW. Maybe I will watch it, but I have to pay right. for it. I'd rather watch. That's true. Do they have women fighting women? Yeah, they had one. They Elena did. Black versus uh, the blue-haired alien chick. Yeah, who happens to be like 16. or she, She's decent. I don't know who that is. I have to think about that. I think her parents run a um, wrestling organ training facility in um, Kentucky. It's like that mm. um, thing where they always all the most of the indie wrestlers they mm-hmm. have that like a the that flag with the the bees on it. Yeah, it looks like the um, the big baller brand logo. No, it's not big baller brand. <laughs> 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 it looks like that logo. Uh, but it's a. Uh, but the, their next pay per view is on October something or other. Um, first Black week Kingdom? of October, and that's on that indie wrestling streaming service too. Interesting. You know, you're knocking Refro, but I heard you have a major crush on Aaliyah James, so you want to hear it. Who's Aaliyah James? Oh, who's Aaliyah James? <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> who's Aaliyah James? Yeah, who's Aaliyah James? She has a trial with you're NXT like, UK, by the way. Her. He's seen her, and he was like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> she has a try with NXT UK, and I would not be shocked if we hear she was signed because she is that damn perfect for, for WWE. She's perfect for WWE. Okay. She has the look. <laughs> he's, he's like, I mean, I'd like to see NXT UK back. Maybe I'll watch it. I am going to watch it. I told you, Dad. I'm going to watch that over Is AEW. it coming back? It's coming back. They had a com- Oh, they had a commercial during um, the TakeOver. They had a oh, really cool commercial. Wait, I think it comes back um, September. Yeah. Oh, we they didn't had a watch Takeover. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, it's coming back for sure. All right. And I love we'll NXT UK because it has yeah. a lot of the wrestlers I like that we used to be in Rev Pro. Dragonoff is probably the the best wrestler in the world. Oh my god. Well, we have what's-his-name, the Irish guy, but he's kind of canceled, so I don't know. Jordan Devlin? Yeah, he still has the cruiserweight belt, technically. Oh. He just walks back in. He's like, well, that's mine, thanks. Well, they, no, Santo, oh, yeah, Santos Escobar is holding it yeah, for him. Yeah, because vacated it, in essence, because he couldn't come over. So yeah. technically, he claims. Because if you look at the picture on the WWE website, they're both it's both of them for mm. the cruiserweight title. So they're tag champs. Yep. They're co-champs. You know, so when when he comes back, they have to wrestle each other, and then somebody mm-hmm. holds it officially. And that'll be okay. a badass match, to be honest. That would be, you know. So, yeah, well, I'm excited. I want to see Walter. I want to see Pete before. Dunne. I want to I see the women. I want to see Kaylee Ray. I want to see Jenny. I want to well, see Piper Tony Storm. Tony Storm. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked. Mustache yeah. Mountain. 
Oh, the whole That's thing. Exciting. Mustache Mountain. <laughs> oh, well, at least you get to see Tyler Bate wrestle. Yeah. 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 See, you thought he was the greatest. You, got mad yeah, you guys at... kicked him out of the tournament. Yeah, I know. That? I do what remember. What were you thinking when he said Mustache Mountain? <laughs> Just thinking about the Trent Seven dude. Oh. Uh, I thought you were thinking something else. Yeah. Okay. So. Um. Well, before we wrap this up, like usual, because you know we're getting pretty uh, boring, uh, we released the uh, rankings. Is that what? We no, call? we haven't released no. anything. So we have uh, well, by the time, right? By the no. time this is out. No. All right, cut this out. <laughs> I would like to have them up. What he's talking about is we've done our own, just like PWI. We started working on this a few weeks ago. Our own rankings. We all voted. I put get assigned points one through ten. Right. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. we're gonna it's gonna have a list of who we think are the best and we're gonna do it monthly, not weekly, monthly. Yeah. So monthly. hopefully we can put it out the first week in um August. Yes. Which is so next week. August. So we'll see for, if I can get it all done. Ranks. Yes, we have a website, folks, that I've neglected, but we're gonna not neglect anymore. You gonna write something for it? Uh-huh. Me? Yeah. Mean Yeah, I wanna yeah. see your grammatical errors seeing okay. um i didn't finish the sentence <laughs> I, I was assuming what happens when you assume please don't spell it out you make an ass out of you and me okay well um <laughs> mance warner uh take it away <laughs> you didn't do Goodbye. the coffee later but he didn't do it you didn't you told me not to now mancer gonna do two things no, three things. I'm gonna hit the pie window. I'm gonna get my lock bears on that light here. And then I'm gonna get me some gold. It's about time. Old Master get some gold. <laughs> <laughs>